SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's knowing how to play the game. And then there's knowing how the game is played. We're the second part. Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. Come and get it. Your trusted source for gaming. Odds. And more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Tis Sportsbook Radio. It's hour number two on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius Channel 204, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. Lots going on. I'm a happy guy. They've teed off at the U.S. Open. Not a lot of happy people in Las Vegas today, though, because the Habs beat the Golden Knights at T-Mobile Arena on Wednesday evening. And all of a sudden, things get a little interesting. The Habs have home ice advantage now. Vegas has got to get up there. A goaltender like Carey Price, he can steal games. Technically, he can steal a series. So, game on. He can't. I I thought the most important thing last night was all the face-offs that Montreal won. I I thought that was... You think face-offs matter, Steve? Yeah. How many goals were scored? Both teams scoring right off draws. Yeah. Well, But then also, when Montreal got the lead, they they kept winning face-offs and just had control of the puck. So so Vegas, they got back in the game, but... There were two things, and we touched on the Golden Knights-Canadians game a little bit in our number one. But right out of the gate, there were two big things that doing the deep dive we didn't really get into... There was one player who was absent and one guy who returned. And the impact on both of them was really noticeable. That's true. Chandler Stevenson not playing at at the last minute. So you move Waugh up to the first line. Stone was like, I don't know, where is he a little bit? And then they move Kolasar up to the first line, who I thought played really well. Yeah, he did. But Stevenson's speed is greatly missed. Correct. But the bigger one, mm-hmm. how about Jeff Petrie coming back into the lineup? Yeah. And the difference you saw from the Canadians, A, the level of play from this guy. But if you remember game one, the shots from defensemen in game one, mm-hmm. Vegas 18-3. Montreal couldn't get to the the puck to the net from the blue line. Mm -hmm. Jeff Petrie's return. The Habs are a different team. They said how important he is to them. It was on full display last night. Absolutely true. And and I was, concern's not the word, but I I was wondering if he'd be able to grip the stick and work. He obviously was able to Did you see what they did? Yeah. They they widened, they made the, you know, one finger finger. hole they made too deep. Right. He probably got it all taped up underneath that. But they... Figured a way that he could. He didn't look like he was having any problems no, with me. He, I'm he, sure he was hurt. Yeah, he he did not look like he was having problems. That that kind of concerned me. The other guy that came in was John Merrill. So all of their defensive pairings got better 
for Montreal. And not only on the offensive end, but again, when they got the lead, they're now able to close you off even better than if Petrie and Merrill aren't in the lineup. But I, I, I thought also, we, we've talked about face-off. Those guys coming in are important. The loss of Stevenson is important. Vegas did not get into the net, and they have been doing that recently. In, in the blue paint, in the dirty areas, getting greasy goals, they did not do it last night. Part of that's Montreal. Part of that's Vegas. I mean, Vegas, again, they're not the only team that does this. First of all, you, you give the other team credit because they have a say in the matter. And we've said this after game one, how different game one might have been if Montreal had scored first because that's been their M.O. to get this far, get the lead and protect the lead. They're like a mini Islanders. Okay, but Vegas, again, when you were watching this, and I get it. It's almost like they're baiting you a little bit where you get the speed in the transition. And, yeah, Tuck's going 1,000 miles an hour. But good luck beating Carey Price with a wrist shot from the circle. Correct. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this is get down and dirty and get to the net. Now, Vegas made a push at the end of the game. This is concerning. And the players talked about it with concern. Petrangelo said it. Stone said it. DeBoer said it. Why is Vegas coming out of the gate in the first period slow? Right. I mean, they show resiliency and the ability to bounce back. But this is an this is not a team. And if it's the Islanders in the final, if you happen to get there, these are not teams you want to be trying to chase the game against. Absolutely correct. So, and and if you, I, I would have I would have assumed if you and I know it that the players know it. I didn't hear the the post game. They so, all brought so, it up. They go, right. we have to be better out of the gate. Well, it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to do it. So, yeah, I know. So go out and do it on ga- in game three, boys. If you're really easier it. said than done, but I, sometimes I, that creeps in your head. I mean, Montreal started like lightning in both games. Yeah. Now, well, is that them starting faster? Vegas is not getting the memo what time the game starts. I, I, probably a little bit of both. Because th- last night, it didn't. It just didn't feel like they had their legs. And even though they got back in the game, it never really felt like, felt like they got their legs. You have got to figure a way uh, to come out you know, with your hair on fire early first period. You don't want Montreal getting the first goal. It means too much. Same thing with the Islanders. Tampa Bay does not want the Islanders getting the first goal tonight. Well... Listen, you know where it all started. I mean, there's no margin for error, but simple. Off the glass and out. You you don't go up the middle. Price did. It almost cost him a goal. Yeah, yeah. But the first one, Patrick Brown. He had the puck. He had time. You can't be soft on the puck like that. You just a real weak around the dasher. Ended up in your net. Yeah. No, they, 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 they've they got to be stronger on the puck. And, and again, they've, they've got to get to the net. When... When you're going in, like if a tuck's going in, I'd like to see him try to use the defenseman as a bit of a guide, cross in front of him, and that, that'll take uh, Carey Price's eyes away a little bit. We're off to the races. Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget, Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. They're going to be our guest, taking a timeout, coming back to Vegas in a moment. Source for gaming, odds, and more. Except no substitutes. They won't be around long anyway. <laughs> this is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
We know things are nuts out there. You need something to depend on. That's where we come in. Coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With the sports game strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. Depend on it. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back with you on Sportsbook Radio, Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network, from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. You know, if you go down to the Golden Nugget, you may see Gordy Brown. I like your chances of seeing the big man. Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget, kind enough to join us. Hey, bud, how you doing, man? Brian, what's up, my friend? Another day at the beach. Hey, I, you know what? We always talk about our friends over at Oasis. 4955 South Decatur. We tell the folks you're coming in from out of town. Honestly, you want to get off the strip, do something a little different one night. Just drive by the Orleans. Come away from the strip by the Orleans. The next traffic light, you turn left on Decatur. Oasis is right there. And you might bump into Tony Miller. A lot of guys in the sports industry. And they do a promotion. Uh, They give $500 drawings. Ten of them a month. $5,000 every month to play. People that are in there play the machines and have a good time. Last night, I know you were there. Last night, the Golden Knights game was on, and then they're doing the cashback promotions. Oh, boy. I mean, they'd be happy people, won a couple of potatoes, and other than the result of the hockey game, the drinks had to be flying, man. Oh, buddy. Well, you know, first of all, Brian, yeah, you're right. All your listeners out there, yeah, if you're ever in town, come up there. Come hang out at the little local bar just off the strip. And usually, you know, all those guys are up there from around the sports books, and we all meet up there and, and talk, you know, trash and everything else. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great little place. And you're right, Brian. I was there last night for the game, and it's also the drawing night. I play in there quite a bit, so I go there to the 16th of every month, and they give away cash, and uh, it was fun last night, buddy. We had a good, good time. By the way, I apologize. I'm going to do this. I may regret it. I'm going to give one of Tony Miller's big secrets away. Oh, boy. They've got the jukebox there, right? And the and the, <laughs> and the, and the speakers and the, and the sound system's great. And the tunes are awesome that are in there. But I'll see people that go up and, you know, some guy put a five spot in there and he'll put in about eight, nine songs and he's waiting his turn. And Tony be sitting at the bar. He's got an app. Where I don't know how he does it. He's got an app where he can plug songs into the jukebox, and it overrides the guy that just put the money in. <laughs> where my songs oh, go? Oh man, <laughs> go ahead, make, make me out to be the guy. <laughs> no, yeah, sounds I like mean, it's good know, to be you, Tony Miller. It is good to be Tony Miller. I have that. I have that little app on my phone, straight to the jukebox, and you know, I'll, I'll pay a little extra to take my song to the front every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. It's so bad, it's good. Oh, that's funny, man. Uh, but how about it last night? The mood in there, Golden Knights chasing the game the whole night. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was so excited last night, and everyone was chanting in there, and it was fun to start the game. But, boy, we got behind fast, and, uh, you know, it was catch up all the way and just never could catch them. Isn't it amazing, Tony? You were one of the guys. Like Jeff Sherman from the Superbook was on yesterday. He could have cared less about hockey. Years ago. He's got season tickets now, and God knows how much they spent for the ducats to go last night. You were kind of the same guy. Now you're all in, and but to see the community pride, and it's a source of entertainment. And when a team goes on a run like this, just what it means all around the valley. 
Oh, the energy is unbelievable in the town right now, and it's really, really fun. And, uh, you know, we're hoping they may make it all the way, and, uh, you know, that'd be so awesome to have a Stanley Cup champion here. But the vibe last night is just unbelievable. And uh, if you can get a ticket and get into the game and go to the game, that'd be even more fun. I'm going to go. I'm going to try and make one of them this season, but uh, we'll see what happens. They're, they're hard to come by. Buddy, we were talking about it yesterday. Listen, it's the semifinals. And the lack of respect that the Islanders are getting on the board and the lack of respect for the Canadians, I'm like, you know, Carey Price is a world-class goaltender. There's no hockey team that's $2.80 better than anybody at this time of year. And, and the funny thing is, though, you say, oh, I get it in Vegas because in Vegas people are betting the Golden Knights. These are global numbers where Vegas is such a, an exorbitant favorite. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. You know, here in the state of Nevada, especially in my sports book, when we have the local mobile app where you can bet on the phone, the locals, you know, they jump all over the mobile app, and I can see all the tickets coming in all day long using the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, we look for some Canadian fans to come in the book and kind of offset the numbers I'm taking on the other side. So, But you're right, the Vegas Knights, they've been prohibitive favorites in a lot of these games, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. And, uh, you know, they deservedly so. They're probably the best team left. Well, I was just going to ask you, Tony, how much of that number is liability in future markets that you guys have? Actually, you know, I stayed low on the Vegas Knights all year long, along with the Lightning. So I do good on those two teams if they should win the Cup. What I do do bad on is the Islanders. The Islanders are going to get me if they go all the way, and a little bit of a loss on the Canadians, but the Islanders is the big loser. How about downtown? Because you have a real interesting mix a lot of locals go streaming downtown. Locals have your mobile app. But you do get a lot of tourist action in there. You know, what is it like for you know a game like that with the Golden Knights and people are coming in from out of town? Does the fact that half of what you're, let's say, what would you say? Half, uh, maybe a little more, closer to two-thirds of the action you get is from out-of-towners? Um, no, I'm going to say at this point right now, Brian, it's more the other way, two-thirds of locals. That's awesome. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what's funny? And, and, and here, I'm going to shout out to a customer who came in yesterday, listens to your show in Steamboat Springs, I believe, Colorado. His name is uh, Larry Mason. He came in. He goes, I listen to Brian's show, and I wanted to stop by and say hello to you. And he came in yesterday. He's in here for the weekend, not leaving until Monday. But he opened up a phone app just for his stay, just from listening and saying, you know, how convenient it's going to be where he can bet in the gold nugget by hanging out of the pool and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, he, he came in just because what you said, what we say on the radio, and uh, he was all for it. Hey, Larry, thanks for listening, man. But you know what? Tony, honestly, and I, and I say this, and I love Sportsbook Radio because it's kind of like Switzerland where we have a whole bunch of books that we love to talk to guys like you. But it's amazing. Just like you guys can use a sharp better and professional money on the other side of the counter because you know what you're doing. The same thing can be said for the apps, that it behooves people, I believe, when they come to Vegas – to get two or three of them, or at least make sure you get one because it's convenient and you'll love it. And all you have to do is physically be in Nevada when you're making the wager. But if you get a couple of them, you can shop for numbers in a place like you. You're a unique standalone book, so you will be able to shop for numbers a little bit. 
Oh, absolutely. Especially if you're staying downtown and you want to, you know, go around to the different shops downtown and even pick up the apps, you know, the diff- it's good to have those on your phone and shop for different numbers and better prices. Why would you not do that, you know? And uh, and you're right, Brian. I'm a standalone book here at the Golden Nugget, and I make my own numbers. I create action by being a little bit different than the other joints around town, and uh, it works to my advantage sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. But it's always good to check out all the apps and all the different companies and shops and look at all the different numbers. And hey, we're going to talk a little football with you in the next segment, but right now, let's get the word out because you've got the ultimate football challenge. The football contest has become a monster. We know what 2020 was like, but the contests are back in a big way. You're back on the beam, and it's a really unique contest. Tell the folks all about it, and if they're coming to Vegas, how to sign up for it. Yeah, we have the ultimate football challenge here, the Golden Nugget. It's a $1,000 entry. You're allowed three entries. But the unique thing about this contest, it combines college football and NFL football. And not five selections a week, but at least seven selections a week. And you can mix and match those all you want. You can do all college, all pro, or mix them both. And a lot of guys in contests like betting college football. So it's a unique contest, and you you won't see a zillion entries. You know, I, I'm hoping for at least 500 this year. We've had it up for about a month now. And, and we've got quite a few entries already, but it's going to be a good season. People are ready for football. They missed it last year, and uh, these contests in town this year are going to be second to none. They're going to be all the contests and all the shops are going to be huge. Tony Miller, I got another question about the contest. I want to talk a little football? Our good friend downtown, Gordy Brown. You got Grand Funk Railroad. You got great bands coming. The concert series back to Saltgrass Steakhouse. Good eating over there. Speaking of good eating, our friends at John Smith Subs. 9701 West Flamingo. As for the hat trick special, say Vegas Hockey Hotline on a Golden Knights game day, and you get 20% off a sub, fries, and a drink. And when they're back home, spin the wheel for the VGK game day giveaway. Coming back to Vegas, heading back downtown with Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget. When we return on Sportsbook Radio. such a harsh word let's just say non-sports grid listener instead on the home of the winning edge this is the sports grid radio network is joint pain sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. Back with you on Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas. Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. We'll take you up to the top of the hour. Scott Farrell joins you on the network Locally, our buddy, Ballpark Frank. Frank Harnish is going to join us on Vegas Hockey Island, take the deep dive on what we saw last night, change of venue for the series to Montreal, and a Game 3 hockey watch party tomorrow night. Doors open at 4, 5 o'clock face-off. Stevie, I coined a phrase, play hooky for hockey. you got to leave work early. I mean, come on. I mean, production's going down tomorrow. 
I don't think anybody in town going to have a problem with that. Sunset Station, Club Madrid. Great prize giveaways, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Drink specials. Come on out and join us. All right, Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget is kind enough to stick with us here for another segment. We were talking about his football contest, the Ultimate Football Challenge. And the question I had, Tony, when I said, you use professional money and guys' opinions you respect on the other side of the counter. You do that each and every day. I'm wondering, the contest per se, the you over, you put the numbers out, what, Wednesday when football's here? Like that they can right. start making their contest selections? Yeah, you can start doing the contest picks on Wednesday, and they close on Friday night at 10 o'clock. Okay. So, well, okay. So heading into the weekend, though, are there, there people in the contest, opinions you respect, or the consensus amount of plays on certain teams in your contest how important a tool is that that you can utilize in terms of actual numbers you're hanging heading to the weekend? Oh, absolutely. You know, we get some of the best handicappers in the world that enter these contests. And, you know, if you like college football, we get the guys that know their stuff that enter my contest. And, you know, as soon as they get their picks in by Friday night, Saturday mornings, I put those on the Golden Nugget websites, all the picks and all their, you know, all the entries and all their picks. So if there's a certain person you'd like to follow and, and, and follow his picks, those are up on the website. And you can see them every Saturday going into the weekend. I mean, it's a combo card, right? It could be, uh, I really respect this guy. A, this guy is doing good in the contest. Or... You can sit there and go to the consensus and saying, hey, look, 80% of the contest participants are playing this team. I might need to shade a number here because they're going to get to me at the windows, too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and when it comes to college football, there are guys that, you know, specialize in, you know, uh, not so much the Power Five conferences, but the lower tier conferences. And, you know, maybe five out of seven of their picks would be those particular colleges. And they're very, very good. And, you know, they play them every week. And, you know, you get these guys get in these trends and they know what they're doing. So they get followings. And, yeah, use a consensus, look at a certain guy. And, uh, you know, if you want to, use it towards your picks. Hey, to a degree, I would say that downtown Fremont Street, as we're bouncing back, was maybe a little ahead of the curve in terms of foot traffic. I told the story earlier in the week. On Sunday, I had to go to a little dinner thing, and I was on the strip. And I walked in, and I'm like, look at this joint. I mean, it's back. How about downtown? I mean, Fremont Street's just got to be rocking and rolling. Buddy, the bands are back. There's a stage right in front of one of our entrances at the Golden Nugget. And yes, they, it was funny. I was sitting in my back room, you know, booking numbers. All of a sudden, my office started like, you know, <laughs> I could hear the bass and the pounding from the band outside. And I walked out there, man, the band was going full and it was packed out there. Yeah, you're right. We're back and uh, it's good to be back. This summer, we got the U.S. Open teed off today. Later, with the Stanley Cup, the NBA playoffs. The NHL draft's coming. That'll be fun for us, and there'll be a lot of a lot of news and notes and things we can talk about. It just means, though, that, Tony, we got mini camps going, mandatory uh, OTAs going on right now in the NFL. This football yeah. season is coming so fast, pal, it's not funny. Oh, yeah, and and you're right. And I was talking, you know, to Dory yesterday, my assistant, and, you know, we're getting ready for it. We're we're putting schedules together. We're going to figure out what days we're going to put out, you know, the first half, the money lines, the totals. And, and uh, you know, it, it's that time of year where you gear up for football because that's your bread and butter. That's what everybody wants. And it's this season, like I said, after missing last year quite a bit of it, 
this season, people are ready, and it's going to hit us like a hurricane come that first weekend. People are ready, and so are the teams. Tony, let's talk Dallas Cowboys, buddy. I think they had a fantastic draft. I think the the defense is going to be improved. That's a division that is winnable, and Dak Pre- Prescott is healthy, buddy. How are you feeling about the Dallas Cowboys heading into the season? Man, I feel good about this team this year, and you're right. That division is wide open, but I think Dallas is a few steps above everybody else. And picking up Micah Parsons, I think it might be one of the best linebackers ever coming out of college, and he's really going to help that team. You know, and you're right, their offense is prolific. They're really good. They've got some questions on defense they need to fix, but you know, hey, they're they're going to be there. I think they win the division. How far they go from there is another question, but and you know, as long as everyone stays healthy. Thing you got going for you is nobody knows how to repeat in the NFC East. <laughs> but but Washington though, Tony, the Cowboys' big rival, they are very very interesting to me with that defense. And Fitzpatrick will drive you nuts, but I think he's actually protecting the football better the older he is, and I think they can win games with him. I mean, Washington's intriguing a little bit. They are. They're, you're right. And their defense is just so good, especially their defensive line. And with that Fitzpatrick coming in, you know, he's a wily old veteran. He knows what he's doing. And, uh, you know, he's going to lead that team. They're, they're going to be something to contend with. But then again, I think the whole, you know, everybody's in that same boat in that division with the Eagles and the Giants. You know, they're all up-and-coming teams. And, uh, you know, it's, I just think it's going to be competitive. I just think Dallas might be a step ahead, everybody step ahead because of their offense. You're a big Cowboys guy. We always, you know, Know, tease you, have fun with it. But you think about it, if they stay healthy, that offensive line can be a monster, but they look in the mirror and they get hurt. The one thing, can you explain to me why it seems they've gotten away from using Elliott and that running game should set everything up and it almost seems like, for whatever reason, they've turned into a pass-first team and I think it's a mistake. Why do you think that's well, happening? I think you'll see that kind of sway a little bit different this year. As long as Zeke is healthy and, and you know, and Martin is healthy and, and Tyron Smith is healthy at left tackle, those are the two keys. And their and their rookie center from last year has to step up. If they have a good offensive line, Zeke will be able to run the ball, which will open up the passing game a little bit more. Last year they couldn't do nothing. They had too many injuries on the O-line, and Zeke just could not get going, which made them have to pass quite a little bit more. But I think you'll see they're all healthy right now, and uh, God willing they stay healthy, Zeke will run the ball, which is going to you know, make that passing game even more prolific. You've always done this kind of stuff, and it just seems like with each passing year you just do more and more. You're only limited by your creativity. But you'll put up odds to lead the NFL in rushing, receiving yards, touchdowns. Uh, you'll have player prop indexes, all kinds of good stuff. What are some of the things you're kicking the tires on? Yeah, and we're, we're and we're going to do all those again. You know, it just makes football so much fun to wager on now, just besides the game. But uh, yesterday, I just put up and I just opened up uh, every team in the NFL to make the playoffs. A yes, no on that. So you could come by now and and pick your team whether they're going to make the playoffs or not. And uh, you know, like you're right, we're going to put up a lot of things, and we already have a lot of stat stuff up. We have, uh, of course, you know, the futures as far as the Super Bowl conferences and divisions, and uh, we're just going to do everything in both pro and college because that's what the public really wants to bet on right now. Sharp guys like you, you're willing to stick your neck out and you'll put an opinion into a number. Who are, Give me a couple of the teams that maybe you put a little shade on one way or the other. You know, Yes, no, will they make the playoffs? Who are some of the teams 
you actually either struggled with or had a little bit of a a shade on? Well, uh, I, I can tell you this. I, you know, the the team I had trouble, not trouble, but I have to shade him only because we're such a big clientele for uh, the Green Bay Packer fans and the Minnesota Viking fans. So we know they're going to come in and bet those two teams. Absolutely, yes, they will make the playoffs. You know, no matter how bad those teams are, they're going to bet, yes, they're going to make the playoffs. So those numbers are shaded a little bit. But then I looked at other teams, the Jags, you know, with Trevor Lawrence now quarterback, you know, how good is he going to be? Could he lead this team into the playoffs possibly or even get close? And, and you know, and, you got to be careful of the numbers you throw up as far as what we're doing. And then you look at the Chiefs, you know, and the Buccaneers. You know those are the two best teams in the NFL. How far do you need to shade them on the yes side? Do you, can you try and get some no bets on that and make it enticing for them to get a good plus price on the no, even though they're so good? So those are the challenges I put up. But I did shade them quite a bit as far as my opinion. And so there's some juicy things out there lurking. The one that would be interesting to me, I mean, you're in the division with the Chiefs, but the Chargers showed a lot of cool stuff last year with a young quarterback, and if he continues to take further strides or there's that sophomore thing. But, you know, you're up against it a little bit because you're in the division with the Chiefs, but the Chargers are heading the right way. But to make the playoffs, I mean, that's still kind of a coin flip. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, and that kid is good. But we'll see how their running game is, you know, and how their defense stacks up with no injuries. Uh, you know, that that the Chargers were a tough team to to deal with. But let me ask you this, Brian: being a Buffalo Bills fan, say Josh Allen, who's the leader of that team, maybe one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL now. What would happen to the Bills if Josh Allen should go down? You know, it all kind of depends on one key player to key position to really sway things either way, whether a team makes a playoffs or not. And if Josh Allen should go down, say, in game one, then that just changes a lot well, of things. Well, what I would say to you, and I'm not going, I'm going glasses half full, but being very objective about it, if it was Matt Barkley as it was last year, I'd be like, uh-oh. Don't sleep <laughs> on them signing Trubisky. I mean, there's a guy that yeah. can win games in the NFL. That that is a I think a really good hire as the security blanket in case something cataclysmic happens like that. He's got great information. He's got great offerings at the Golden Nugget. He's our great friend, Tony Miller, buddy. Always appreciate you taking a few time uh, minutes with us. All right, boys. Thanks for having me on, buddy. And I'll see you next week. All right, and Larry and Steamboat. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Have a good one. We're coming right back to Vegas. Mark Lawrence is going to join us from Playbook Sports. Congratulations. You found a trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. In other words, the winning edge. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So is the information about it. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Radio Network. Let me take you, baby, down to the river. Got to tell you something, go right to your head. All right, back.
back with you here at Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Scott Farrell, top of the hour on the network. Had a great time, by the way, with Gabe Morenci and Cam Stewart yesterday on their shows. And Gabe's all jacked that the Canadians got the W. Mark Lawrence joins us from PlaybookSports.com. You know all too well about Cam and Gabe, but Gabe is on fire, man. I mean, he's from Montreal. I mean, he. I mean, he should have suited up and played last night, Mark. You, you've heard Gabe when he gets fired up. Uh, he's unbelievable. He's fired up naturally, but you know, let alone having the Habs be where they are right now. I'm sure he's uh, on top of the on top of the moon right now. How about the Stanley Cup playoffs, buddy? Keeping tabs on it? Yeah, I'm loving it uh, as a fan for sure. Uh, you know, I like. You know, seeing where we're at right now and just the fact that, you know, we've got the four best teams out there playing right now and they're 1-1 in their series, I think this is going to be really, really good watching moving forward coming down to the stretch. Are you believing these numbers? Stevie and I have been talking about this every day. I mean, pretty serious lack of respect. The Islanders throughout the Bruins series got no respect at the windows. And the Habs is like, come on. I mean, Vegas minus 270, that's nuts. Yeah, you know, I think there was a little bit of a reaction there to what how, how impressive Vegas was uh, in, in in their series leading up to the Islanders and the uh, leading up to the Habs, I should say, and uh, Montreal sneaking up on everybody, if you will. But uh, that and the fact that the series opened up in Vegas made it a, really a prohibitive price, uh, to say the least. And uh, the Isles, I think, just don't get a lot of respect, uh, much like the Canadians. Uh, I think everybody's anticipating a Tampa Bay Vegas final. When you put those numbers, Mark, into the well-oiled machine, does it come back and go, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> because because it just it doesn't make sense. That um, seriously, when when you when you put those numbers into you know then your stat numbers with those teams, that I mean, it it has to just boggle the mind, doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't. It's not even close to being right, is it? Well, it doesn't equate at all, Stevie. And uh, you know, it's much like. Uh, to put it in just layman's terms of a football game, of a, of a team being priced a touchdown more than they should be. Uh, we're seeing that right now, just on perception, if you will, and uh, makes it very, very difficult to get behind these favorites here, but they're doing it for a reason, because I think it's a one-way street when people were coming to bet the, the series prices and they knew they had to pump them up. Hey, listen, the off season is right around the corner. You know, still knee deep in it here with the semifinals. But we've got the Seattle expansion coming up and then draft day. And there are going to be blockbuster deals all over the place. Stevie might. I'm throwing the Sabres thing out. I mean, and it's a big thing because Eichel, it's front and center every day that this trade is going to be sooner rather than later. And among the teams that are interested, you send Eichel to Anaheim. You send Reinhardt to Seattle. I mean, there's machinations with prospects, picks, and whatever. And the Sabres end up drafting one, two, three. Never been done. Before. Wow! I, yeah, I, be, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> that would uh, be a coup. You know, I mean, Eichel's talented as we all know, but you know, it sounds like just hearing him listening. You know, he really wants to be elsewhere, and uh, for them to end up one, two, three, that would be like you say, the coup. Ah, that'd be wild. Buffalo I mean, it'd be, but what yes, about what are you hearing from the Panthers? Great season. It's over. The guys are on the golf course, and then you kind of get out of sight, out of mind. But you've got the expansion draft coming up in terms of players that maybe get exposed. Everything that was great this year, but to take it to the next level next year. What are you hearing from the Florida Panthers? 
I think they kind of shake a little bit in their shoes when you talk about expansion drafts because the last time it happened, uh, mm-hmm. Marshall Stone, uh Riley ended up uh, with the with the Vegas Knights. Uh, you know, it was a big, big hit the Panthers took that way, and they're going to end up losing a couple of talented players here, as is every team. Uh, and they know that, but you know they've got a kid waiting in the wings that looks to be something extra special. His name is Alan Lundell, a 19-year-old kid who just dominated over in Finland, and uh, they're really excited to bring him here. They fully expect him to be a second or third line center on this team next year. Do they have any possible out on the Bobrovsky contract? Because you're sitting there with Spencer Knight, be it retained salary or. Bobrovsky and a couple of guys or a couple of high picks. Is there any way they get out of this, or are they good with it? I, I think if you're the owner and you're the one signing the paycheck, and you you might not like the deal that you're going to be able to have to move him with, but when you look at what it's going to end up saving you in the end, rather than cutting $10 million a year to him and you end up taking lumps and getting beat up, but uh, it's only costing you $7 million rather than ten. Something like that's going to happen, but as Stevie mentioned before, it'll probably be involving three teams. But uh, I can see for sure Bobrovsky moving here right now, especially with Spencer Knight playing as well as he did here in the postseason. Mark, when you guys were talking about uh, Eichel in, in Buffalo, it reminded me of the story this morning. Uh, Zion Williamson in New Orleans, apparently uh, it was him and his family who, uh, who got uh, Van Gundy ousted, and now Williamson and his family are talking about him playing in New York or L.A. as opposed to New Orleans. Now, we've seen this before. We, LeBron has gotten coaches fired. He's made demands and, and got those demands met. We saw it with Magic Johnson uh, with the Lakers. He, he got a, a coach removed. What do you think of players demanding and getting what they want, especially in the NBA? Isn't that in reverse of what it should be? Absolutely. As a fan, you know, somebody is an NBA purist to see players do what they do. You know, I'm from Cleveland and we followed LeBron James in high school and it made me throw up, you know, his antics on the basketball team. You know, they say that he's really the coach of the team and uh, wherever it is that he goes and those are sort of the things you have to accept but uh, I don't think Williamson at this young age, I don't think that's all him. I think it's a like a a, a bell theory or uh, a mellow bell in that family where the family's calling the shots for this right. young kid and uh, it, it's really rough to see or tough to see but uh, I guess it's all part of the game as they play it today. All right, Mark, the Playbook magazine, it's got to be close. What's the update? Well, it's as close as it gets, guys, and uh, meaning that as I'm speaking to you today, it's at the printers. So hopefully when we visit next week on the show, they'll be in your hands. Uh, If not, I do know for sure they will be in Las Vegas at the Gamblers Book Club next week, probably Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we're all excited here. Uh, We've seen copies of it and uh, really, really excited and looking forward to it. We think it's our best edition this year. And as I mentioned to you before, there was a Rubik's Cube involved in it this year with the college football being all of what it is with the super seniors and the transfer portal stuff. And we did, I think, a masterful job uh, weaving through that maze, if you will. So uh, just that alone, I think, makes the magazine worth having in your hands. The folks in Vegas know we've done it for the better part of a decade. We're thrilled to be on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. And usually it's every Wednesday. Once we start, it's every Wednesday and we time it out. It goes right up to kickoff. We'll do a conference preview in college football every Wednesday. Take the deep dive. We chat it out. We talk. 
the information that's in the magazine. We kick the tires on it. Honestly, it's information you can use throughout the course of the season. We're close to be starting our conference previews. We go through them alphabetically, so we can't wait for that. And I was going to ask you about the magazine, Mark, just a little overview you give us. When you hit the send button, were there a handful of teams, you know, as you were doing it, you go, wow, look at these guys, or, oh, boy, these guys aren't what I thought they were going to be. What were some of the overview takeaways for you when you hit the send button when it was all said and done? Well, that's a great question because you know that there's always second-guessing involved in anything it is that you do, especially a big project like that. And what you don't want to see is after you hit the send button, our players uh, transferring out that you weren't aware of or uh, injuries coming about and things like that. But we did this. uh, We pushed as long and hard as we could, and we feel really, really good about what it is that we did put together here in the magazine. And uh, I think the bottom line here is, and we'll talk about this when we begin the conference previews probably next week, is the fact that there is an abundance of college football teams with a ton of returning experience coming this year. Was there, Mark, an if Rogers then and an if love then? (laughs) (laughs) What was that that Packers page like? You know, that was a. I'm glad you asked that, Stevie, because that was a tricky write up that I had to do. And sure. I'm saying to myself now, you know, how can I how can I present this write up here and not look like I want to put all these uh, if clauses in, in, involved and so forth and whatnot? And uh, you know, we we got around it real well. And you know, I think personally that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to probably be behind center in Green Bay this football season. Here, I think the big push is to move that general manager out. And when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback like he is, I think the GM goes before the quarterback does. But uh, we did a pretty nice job, you know, getting all the stats and facts together in and about Aaron Rodgers. So if you read it, you'll never know that Aaron Rodgers was on the block. Well, here's the thing. Um, you know, I love the Playbook magazine, and I, and I always say this, and I, I mean it in the most complimentary fashion, that it's right there in front of you. It's all the pertinent information. It's the schedules, the pertinent roster information. It's alphabetic, and you can find a team in the blink of an eye, and you can use it throughout the course of the year. One of the functions you have in the magazine, Mark, though, is for each team, you'll have a game to play on or a game to play against. And it's crazy when a situation like that happens with an Aaron Rodgers, the tentacles that it would have for the Packers in the division with regular season win totals, or it impacts other teams. I'm thinking it impacts you when you're doing the Lions or the Bears, or, and you're going to play, game to play on or a game to fade. You got to do a double check. Is wait a minute? Is is that a game they're coming off playing the Packers? Is it a look ahead spot? One guy impacts so many other things. If I'm not mistaken, for what you do, unquestionably they do. But you know there is a secret sauce formula, if you will, to those play-ons and play-against, and it works really, really well for us, and it's more statistical than it is anything else, so, you know, we'll live and die with that, and just hope that the players are going to be uh, in uniform as we expect them to be, so those play-in and play-against are well thought out, and uh, like I say, they're largely statistical based upon that secret sauce formula. Hey, I don't think you'd hit the send button yet. I read the article, or it was on Twitter the other day, Two or through five picks in the first mini camp practice. 
Well, I know that they want to jump. <laughs> they want to jump all over the kid, but you know, I'm going to come to his defense here real quick because I know we're getting short on time here. But uh, I listened to Chan Gailey talk this morning, who was the QB coach down here last year, offensive coordinator, and you know, he he came to to his defense and says he's he's a brilliant mind. He the kid just flat out had no playbook, no time, no preparation to get ready for the football season. On top of a hip injury, he was just thrown to the wolves. And he says, I can't believe watching him play them with the maturity and how he improved game to game to game. And he says, you watch him, he'll be a totally different Tua Tagovailoa this season. All right, tell him about the Playbook magazine and where it's going to be, how they can get it, plus the newsletter, the midweek alert, and all the goodies. Well, everything that you mentioned, Brian, is all available online, playbooksports.com. The digital version of the magazine, you can go download right now, and uh, it's the complete version of the magazine in a digital format. You can download that on the website. Or if you're in Vegas, Barnes & Noble bookstores, you can pick up copies of the magazine. Vegas next week, Barnes & Noble is the week after. Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com. Ready to go, bud. Conference previews, they're coming. We'll get the pig in the air, Brian. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mark. Take care, pal. Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. Great information. Don't forget, Hockey Watch Party tomorrow, Sunset Station, Club Madrid. We got all kinds of EGK swag we're giving away, drink specials, loud crowd, great room, big screen. Come on out, watch the game with us, and we'll be out there tomorrow with Chuck Esposito and Andy Isco. And when you're coming to Vegas, you want to pick up the STN Sports mobile app. Coming back to Vegas, take you to the top of the hour in a moment. Comes down to attitude. Well, that and listening to us 16 hours a day. Just saying. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. information you go to an expert not just anybody but someone who's been right on the money before so when it comes to gaming odds and more you've come to the right place you're listening to the sports grid radio network good stuff today thanks to tony miller mark lawrence adam burke a lot of good stuff on Sportsbook Radio. We got Vegas Hockey Outline locally. Frank Harnish, VGK Frank's going to be in here. Do the deep dive on the Golden Knights and the Habs. Top of the hour, listen live function, KSHP.com. Coming up, top of the hour on the network, Scott Farrell will step in, Sirius 204, and on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Want to double check some of the injuries? Uh, sure. Of note, the big one, I'm telling you. Was Petrie coming back? We got to see what Stevenson's status is going to be. Yeah, for Vegas in game three. I think it was upper body. Yep. A, a, a late announcement. I didn't see upper anything. body day to day. Did you see anything nope. happening to him in game one? You got checked. I? You got to check. But yeah, yeah, that was that was big. Uh, elsewhere for uh, in tonight's uh, NHL game, uh, Jean Gabriel Pajot, according to Coach Barry Trotz, tweaked something. 
That's the official report on Tuesday. Uh, but Trot says that he expects Pajot to be in the game tonight. And uh, also for the Islanders, Semyon Varlamov had to go through concussion protocol uh, after the first period. He passed that. He's definitely available tonight. My guess is he will be starting, but I don't know that for sure. And then for Tampa Bay tonight, Anthony Sorelli got involved in a scrum on Tuesday. Apparently it was a facial injury. The, it's a little sketchy on that. But again, John Cooper expects Sorelli uh, to be in the game tonight. Again, Kawhi Leonard, the last I looked, it's still a knee sprain, and he's out indefinitely. If uh, tests, further tests that they are doing uh, reveal a tear in there, then he's going to be out 9 to 12 months. Again, he's approaching 30, and this next year is an option year for him at $36 million. If If that thing's a tear, Brian, that's going to cost him some dollar bills. I think the Islanders and Lightning split on the island. The question is which one when, you know? I mean, yeah. whoever loses tonight, I think, wins the next one. But i got to believe that crowd, man. Isles be fired up tonight. I'm taking the Islanders. Yeah. I had them in the series against Boston. I, I got them here again tonight. Good stuff, Stevie. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Scott Farrell next on the network. And we got Vegas Hockey Outline coming up locally, KSHP.com. Have a great day, folks. Sports news you can actually use. Actionable insights and